You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today, we are looking at some buy low players for fantasy basketball leagues, trade targets, guys that are currently underperforming. Michael Bolton. Let's get to it. To it. Let's get to it. Indeed, of course, this isn't everybody who might be a buy low. You might disagree that they're a buy low, and that's fine. And if you can't acquire these guys in a buy low deal, that doesn't mean that you go out and you pay absolute top dollar to get them. That's not what this is about. The first guy I want to talk about is Davis Bertans of the Washington Wizards, who's returned from his quad injury and hasn't quite been the same as what he was to begin this season. He's the 76th ranked player over the course of the year, but in the game since he's returned, 159th. He's still hitting three threes a game, but he's shooting 34% from the field. That just shows how much of an impact that field goal percentage does have on overall rankings. It's not that he can't hit his threes, 39% there. He's at 20% on his twos. He's still getting 13 points. He's still hitting three threes. He's still not doing anything in those other categories, so very little's changing there. The two-pointers just aren't going in. And if they start to go in and the field goal percentage goes from 34 to 44 to 46 to 48 and the points go from 13 to 18, then he jumps back into that top 100. And there's no reason to think that anybody in the NBA is a 20% two-point shooter. So Bertans, people will sour on him really quickly. He doesn't have a prolonged track record of being good. The minutes are still you know, sitting at like 27, 28 a night. He's not pushing into 32, and I don't think he will. Rui Hachimura will come back, and that'll, again, keep that cap on his minutes. It's not going to push them down any further. Maybe he gets traded. Maybe he doesn't. I, I don't think that he will. But at this point, you know, what he's providing is not 12-team worthy. So someone's going to be panicking. Again, that not prolonged track record of production is going to make them want to get rid of him. And I think he can get some pretty good upside there in a Bertans trade. His fellow European, Lowry Markkinen, he's been on this list a couple of times this season because he's been shit for most of the year, let's be honest. He's the 96th ranked player over the course of the season, but over the last two weeks, he's 150th. Only 30 minutes a night, that's somewhat on him, but it's mostly on the old thumbhead who's coaching him. But he's also not hitting his shots, just 43% from the field, 29.5% from three. Of course, he's doing nothing defensively. He's getting no assists. That's never going to change with Markkinen, unfortunately. But that shooting can come up, and I feel pretty confident that it will have some spikes. Again, if you're giving up your second worst player or your worst player or a combination of those two guys because someone's extremely frustrated with Markkinen, rightfully so, and that's a deal that you do every day of the week, and it's something you should be inquiring about. You don't go and pay a top 50 guy to get Larry Markkinen because maybe he never gets there. In fact, he probably doesn't get there. You don't pay a top 70 guy expecting him to get back there. You pay a top 110 or 120 guy and then see if that hot streak does come over the next month or so, then you are absolutely laughing. I think Mike Conley still got a bit of a buy low window on him. He was really good last game, but the minutes were limited. But people are still going to feel burned by what they saw to begin this season. Conley is still outside the top 175 over the course of the year. The minutes will come back up. And strangely enough, he's 176th over the course of the season. But in the two games since returning, where he's played only 17 minutes, he is the 148th ranked player in that time. Because he's not... 
he hasn't been bad. He's been getting a steal a game. He's been shooting really well. <clears throat> and if he can translate that improvement in his shooting and his finishing at the rim was one of the real problems with Conley's game to begin this season. Hopefully he's got that issue figured out. He shouldn't be on any waiver wires and you still have a buy low opportunity. Not saying he's going to come in and be a top 50 guy or anything along those lines. He very well could be. He easily could be. But I feel pretty good that he's going to be able to get close to that top 100 and probably push into that top 100. A couple of blokes coming up here who are currently injured. That gives you a little bit of a buy low window on them. The Blue Arrow, Jamal Murray. He's also, his form hadn't been great. He was 147th over the last two weeks before the injury, shooting just 39% from the field and averaging under three assists per game. We know both of those numbers can come up, but he's dealing with this ankle injury. Maybe one or two more games out. We don't know exactly, but this is an opportunity to buy Murray at a cheaper price. He's 52nd over the course of the season. I think he's more looking at a 60 to 70 type of guy as we move forward. And then with how he's playing, the fact he's injured, I think you can get him. I I have literally had people ask me, hey, do I drop Jamal Murray at many times during the season? People don't realize that he does have fantasy value uh, or they don't realize how much fantasy value he has. So it is a good opportunity when someone like him is hurt to try and get him. Same with CJ McCollum, who like Murray, even before the injury, was, uh, was struggling a little bit with his form. He does this continually. 146th over the last two weeks. 30 minutes a game, 17 points per game on, of course, under 42% shooting with no steals and no blocks and low rebounds and low assists. This is what he does. And then he'll have a string of games where he shoots 50% and he averages 22 points and he's a top 40 sort of a player. He's 61st over the course of the season. That's absolutely sort of the area where he should be as we continue on. 60 to 75, I think, is a reasonable range for McCullum for the rest of the year. 146 at the moment, currently dealing with an ankle injury. This might be an opportunity for you to buy him at a cheaper price than you normally would be able to get a guy like Christian James McCollum. Let's go on to Jalen Brown, who's been really impressive this season. The recent time for him has not been as good. He is the 141st ranked player over the last two weeks. It's not minutes because he's playing 32 of those. For the year, he is ranked 51, which is obviously really, really impressive for a bloke who's never even really sniffed the top 100. But we're starting to see his numbers push back to what they've been in the past over the last six games. 16 points, that's still really strong. But under two threes, four and a half rebounds, two and a half assists, 38 and 69 as his percentages. Giggity! So... What can we see improving from there? Well, I, I think that that field goal percentage is number one of those that's going to improve. Um, that's going to improve his overall scoring numbers. He's also hitting, yeah, he's hitting 37% of his threes, so that's not a big issue. It's the finishing stuff, 37%, uh, sorry, 39% on his twos. That absolutely needs to improve. And he's been a 75% guy from the line all season. Uh, There is some room for that to improve. Now, he had always been a poor free throw shooter, so maybe there's some regression going on with his free throw numbers. But I still think that he can be better than what he currently has looked over the last couple of weeks, mainly by that two-point percentage shooting, which should vault him back inside that top 100 in coming weeks. Fingers crossed. The next guy, uh, Luka Doncic. Yes, he is a buy low guy at the moment. He has dropped over the course of the season down to fifth overall. Over the last two weeks, he's 104th overall. Now, why is he so low? Well, it's all percentages. 42% from the field, 67% from the line, not one single block and only a handful of steals, two steals during those last six games. He's still averaging 25, 10, and 9 with two threes, but that's not what he was doing to begin this season. So when I say buy low, you're never getting him for a top 100 guy. Of course, everybody's well aware of that. 
But if someone sees Doncic and sees those percentages and panics because people do, oh, he was bad at them last year, it's going to keep going, maybe it does, but you might be able to get him for a top 20 player. It's a, re- it's a realistic possibility to be able to do that or even do it for a back-end top 10 guy. Damian Lillard is someone that I'd look at you moving on to get Doncic. I'd have no problem with that. LeBron James, sure. Those sort of guys, Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler and someone else. Those sort of deals is what you can do for Doncic, who was, again, that number two guy for months to begin this season and has fallen off as his percentages have started to to wane. I do think they'll be fine and they will bounce back. Looking at the top end again here with Pascal Siakam, who has not been the same since returning from his injury. He's 26th over the course of the season, but 71st over the last two weeks. The minutes have been down. That's a large part of it. And But part of the issue with Siakam, and it's something we talked about ad nauseum in the, in the preseason, is efficiency. He was at unbelievable efficiency numbers last year, and it was going to feel impossible for him to continue them. It has been impossible for him to continue them. 47% shooting over the last five games. Uh, including just 24% from three, which is, is going to improve. Um, the defensive stuff's been okay, but it hasn't been as good as what it was a couple of years ago. I think we view him as more of a, a 30 to 45 type of a guy rather than a top 20 player. But at the moment, he's well below that. It's been a slow-going uh, situation since returning from his groin injury. So that gives you a little bit of scope to try and buy him at a low point. And the last guy I want to talk about is the player who is the number one player in fantasy basketball, and that is Jim Harden, who over the last two weeks is the 38th ranked player. He's still number one. I still think he's going to be number one. He's averaging uh, still 30 points a game over these last seven games that push him down to 38. But why is he so bad? 33% from the field on 23 attempts. That gives him a Z score for that category of negative five. That is why he is that far down. You push him back to 45% and then everything makes sense. The other thing that's also down is he steals down at 0.7 per game. So it really is. The shots just aren't going in for Harden. Simple as that. He's not, you're not getting him for a top 30 guy, a top 20 guy, top 10 guy maybe. But if someone wants to trade me someone as a top five player, Carl Anthony Towns, I'll take Harden. They want to trade me Anthony Davis, I'll take Harden. They want to trade me Doncic, I'll take Harden. I'll take literally anybody. Any any player one for one, I will take and get Harden back. That's just, So that, that's what makes him a buy low. If anyone is willing to deal him at this point for a one for one deal, you do it. It's simple as that. If anyone wants to give me... For in the top of the rankings for this week, you know, Drew Holiday, Kawhi Leonard, Devin Booker, Fred Van Vliet, Zach Levine, they're your top five players over the last two weeks. DeRozan at six. If you give me Lillard, sure. Give me Trey Young, absolutely. Like I'll take Harden in all of those situations. And I think that's how you should be viewing it as well. That'll do it for me today, guys. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube. Follow me on Instagram, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, Twitter, RedRock underscore B-Ball. Leave a comment down below for any disagreements, agreements, comments, thoughts, whatever you have. Throw them in the comments below or at me on Twitter. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.